Hey, Explorers, welcome to episode 261 of the TDRNL podcast. We're the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks and theme parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney, Hong Kong Disney, Shanghai, Universal Studios Japan, and just other pop culture cultural things in Japan. You can find us over on our website at tdrexplorer.com, also all over social media under the same name. I'm your ho- one of your hosts, Chris, Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer. And I am the one that is um, going outside to the parks in 45 degrees Celsius weather with the humidity (laughs) and drinking a drink from every vending machine in the park because that is what I do. What? (laughs) I'll explain in a second. As always, is the wonderful Patricia. Oh, hey, guys. I, I guess I'm the one drowning in ink. Have you seen lately, like, there's, like, this big ink trend? Mm-mm. Ink and glass pens and, like, it's this whole thing. Like, it, it really started last year. Okay. And no. it's kind of snowballing. It's getting, like, out of control. No, I never. I okay, really, yeah. check it out. Look up Ink Numa. Ink Numa. Okay. Yeah. It means, like, ink swamp. It's kind okay. of like, so I guess the Numa in this case is, like, rabbit hole like the ink rabbit hole and like it's like this big trend for the past couple of years and that's what i'm drowning in i'm I'm staying out of the heat because it's really it's really hot outside it is oof. yeah no thanks but it, it was a beautiful day today though like mm. looking out the the window in air conditioning <laughs> <laughs> i was like wow well, i want to go outside and then I opened the balcony and I'm like, no, I don't want to go outside. And I closed it again really quickly. I was recording a video in the park. So I bought the after five ticket, the weekday oh, cool. oh, so ticket or whatever. Oh, so not too bad. Yeah. So it was 5,400 yen, which is like 50 US dollars. Because they just introduced that, what, a month or two ago, that ticket? Well, introduced back, I guess. <laughs> when do you, wait, so you go in at five o'clock. Five o'clock, yeah, and you have until the park closing, which right now is nine o'clock. So four hours. You went to all the vending machines. <laughs> well, I, I, just at Disneyland, I didn't do Disney Sea. Park hopping is just not a thing right now. Not right now, yeah. But all the you went to all the vending machines in Disneyland. <laughs> yes. With within this short time period. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. It was not easy. You did the. The the new parade. Not mm-hmm. new parade. We keep calling it that. <laughs> I uh, watched Dream Lights. The yes. updated parade. Yes. And you also did attractions. I did. Well, I did Be in the Beast. Yeah. That's good time management. So what I did was, the, it, it was for a video. So by the time this episode comes out, the video will probably be on YouTube. I wanted to show all the vending machines at Tokyo Disneyland because, you know, we have a lot of cute ones, right? Yeah. So I thought... Why don't I review all the drinks and all the vending machines while showing the vending machines off? You know, that kind of works for my brand. You know, I, I'm always eating and drinking stuff, so I thought that would work. I challenged myself to buy a drink from every vending machine. I technically didn't buy a drink from every, every vending machine because I forgot that not every vending machine has IC card readers. Some of them are cash oh, only. Oh, yeah. And silly me forgot my wallet, so all I had was my phone. Oh, no. So all I could do was buy the drinks from the vending machines that had the, like, that could use Suica. 
which is fine because I, I was still able to buy all the drinks anyway because most of them carry the same drinks anyway. Some of them carry different ones, but for the most part, they all carry pretty much the same type of drinks. So I went, I tried all of them. I reviewed water. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. What? <laughs> was it, joke, was it? Okay. It was a well, joke. But, but, but okay, yeah. I'll tell you what. My my teen, when he was a preteen, when he was like in elementary school, he had a preferred brand of water and he did not want to drink the other bottled waters. Like his preferred brand was Iroha for whatever reason. So maybe there is a taste difference. Maybe. I don't know. Usually with cold water, I can't really tell. It's just like, it just tastes. It's water. water. It's water. (laughs) But yeah, I was just going through like all the different vending machines. And there's a new one that I, since I, because I haven't been to the park since beginning of June. Yeah. So there's a new vending machine in Tomorrowland, but right in front of Plasma Rays. It's kind of, it's it's right beside where the, the Fast Pass machines for Monsters, Inc. is. Oh, yeah. So there's like a new vending machines. It's like, it's, it's themed. Wait, like the themed what, vending are, machines. what are the vending machines themed to? They just look like canisters. Like they're not Monsters, Inc. themed, but they're very spacey, I guess. Okay, cool. So it, it, it fits the theme of the area, right? Nice. So, I, yeah, I, I just went through all of them is what I did. <laughs> but that's pretty fun. The designs are really nice. They are. I think, you know, the little cute robot vending machines at yeah. Space Mountain? I think their days are numbered. Yeah. I have a feeling they're not going to keep them when they redo that entire Space Mountain. I mean, I can see that because those were one of the first ones that they did, right? Yeah. And those are one of the ones that do not have an IC card reader. <gasps> no, that's why. Okay. Yeah. Like, why would you retrofit some something into it if they're not going to be there for much longer. Yeah. Oh, for those that don't know, our Space Mountain is changing. Did we talk about that yet? I don't know. We, I think we might have mentioned it briefly with like what little news we knew about it. Yeah, we really don't know much else. But it looks like it's going to be cool. That's, I think that's what we talked about. The design looks really nice. Yeah. It's closing in 2024 and reopening in 2027. We still got time. That's a far ways away still. Well, yeah, I guess we're just we're just getting into the theme park news. But before we do that, just want to remind our explorers about our wonderful Patreon. If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash TDRnow. And we have different perks on there, like our bonus episodes. We have months and months, well, years of bonus episodes. So if you want to listen to our bonus episodes, we do one every month. And they're kind of uncensored, unfiltered. We just kind of talk about whatever. If you want to go check that out, hit the patreon.com slash TDR now. Yeah, so theme park news. We'll start with Tokyo Disney. Yeah, the the electrical parade, we briefly mentioned it already, but Tokyo Disney just updated the uh, train float for electrical parade. There was no fanfare, no nothing. They just kind of did it one night, just like came out. It's like, yeah, oh, here it is, which was a really nice surprise. It looks beautiful. It's very bright. Yeah. <laughs> it is bright. Ooh, that parade is already very bright. And that like these LED lights, like, man, it looks really good. It really does. I wonder if they'll also do other kind of like sudden updates like that, like small things, you know, but like things that you notice, like when you see it, you're like, whoa, hey, wait a minute. 
Like that would be so nice if like just every once in a while, boom, it just shows up. Yeah, I wonder I wonder if they're gonna do that for the like other floats that need some, you know, updates done to them through the, with the lights and stuff. So Yeah, just a little love, you know. Yeah. That's nice. A nice little touch. And I already mentioned the weeknight tickets. They brought yeah. those back in, uh, was it June or July? It was very recent. Because prior to COVID, we had the app, like the Starlight Passport and the Twilight, whatever whatever they were called. There was two different types. There was the after 3 p.m., mm-hmm. which yeah. was on weekends and holidays. So you can go to the park after 3 and it was a cheaper ticket. And then yeah. there was the after 6 Passport. Which was from 6 to 10, because the park's usually almost always closed at 10. And this was during weekdays. So we haven't had those up until recently. So now we have them back, sort of. It's an after 5 ticket. So it's from 5 to 9. Yeah, we can't do after 6 now because we'd be... I mean, you could, but you'd be cutting a whole hour from it. Yeah, so the after 5 makes sense for now. Whenever we get back up to 10 o'clock for park open, whenever that's going to happen. No, and like you were saying, you know, about today, today was so, so, so hot. And it's kind of like the perfect ticket for a day like today. Once the sun starts going down, it gets a little bearable. You can go and enjoy the park. So that's a really nice thing for this season. It was really nice, yeah, to go. I got there for five. And, you know, the sun was still up, but the sun set by six o'clock or sorry, 6.30. It's the sun started to go down. And by seven o'clock, it's dark. An electrical parade is moved to 7.45, so it's a little bit later. For the 5 o'clock ticket, I don't know if this is going to change or not, but right at 5 o'clock, that's when they do the Dreaming Up parade right now. So if you're, oh. if you're on top of it, you can catch two parades right now. Of course, that'll probably change in a few months. I don't know what the schedule is come winter time, but as of right now, if you're on it, you could catch the Dreaming Up parade, which is at 5 o'clock, as long as you get in the park right away. And then you have the Dreaming Up. That's pretty good. That's pretty good because those are like the top two pieces of entertainment in the parks right now. So definitely worth it. What else do we got? Oh, we we finally, finally, finally <laughs> have a date for Believe Sea of Dreams at Tokyo Disney Sea. Yes. November 11th. It's a date I cannot get out of my head because it's Pokey and Pret's Day. It's what? You know, like November 11th, what well, used to be called Poki no Hi, right? But now they've included Pretz. They're like, yeah, Pretz too. <laughs> so Poki and Pretz no Hi, because November 11th is 11-11, and they look like little Poki or Pretz sticks, the snacks that they sell. So they use that as like an advertising thing to buy Poki and Pretz on that day. Oh, okay, okay, I see. I see. Oh, like one, one, one. I'm like, oh, it's Pocky Day. <laughs> like, it's Believe Day. <laughs> so after, I guess, two and a half years of no nighttime show, we're finally getting one back. Wow, it's so nice. Fantastic. Fan- we knew Fantastic was ending, but because of COVID, it kind of got shortened. Oh. Yeah. You know, kind of unexpectedly, like when the parks closed, we didn't really know that was going to be the last time. It was a really sad ending. I'm like, I wish they would have just held on to it and done one more, like, final show once the parks reopened. It was very sudden. Like, we just, we had no idea. I would say the show is going to be a welcome addition. 
I have a feeling yeah. the show was supposed to debut with the 20th anniversary. Yeah, me too. But that didn't happen. So almost a year later, or over a year later after the event, because yeah, the 20th anniversary event is going to end in September. So it's not even part of the 20th anymore. So I wonder what they've had to change for it. Because I bet you, because obviously the stuff is planned well in advance, right? Yeah. They would have had stuff in there for the 20th. So my guess is they had to like redo a lot of stuff to remove the 20th specific things if they had it in there. But it would probably just be like the music, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hard to say. Who knows? But either way, we're getting a brand new nighttime show and it looks great. We know there's going to be projections because they installed projectors and stuff at Mount Prometheus and whatnot. And also there's been videos surfacing of the rehearsals on Twitter because if you have a room that faces the park, if you stay up late enough, you might catch rehearsals happening overnight. There's no way for them to hide that. They cannot hide it. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of a perk, right? It's a good reason to stay right now. If you you look on Twitter, you'll see a a lot of people have been posting that kind of stuff. So that's pretty much it. I think for like big Tokyo Disney news. That's pretty big news. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. Still nothing about Fantasy Springs. I'm starting to feel, you know, because I think I've said before, I think they're going to try and do it for the 40th. Mm -hmm. Kind of based off of the way it still looks. I don't think they'll make it for the 40th. I don't know. Yeah. Like It seems like, because what, it's August, September, October. November, December, January, February, March. That's seven months. And it does not look anywhere near it being done. So maybe not. I don't know. Do you think it could hit like the tail end of the anniversary or? I think they'll hit 2023. I'm pretty sure they will sometime in 2023, but I don't think they'll hit April 15th, right? Which is like the day of the 40th of the resort. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Because maybe, like, uh, we, we don't know anything about what they're doing for the 40th either. We'll probably hear about it probably in the next month or two, what their yeah. plans are for that. Because we're within the seven-month mark now. Maybe they don't want to overshadow stuff for, like, whatever they have planned, like for Disneyland maybe. I, I don't know. I'm just guessing at this point. I have I, no idea. I don't think that's it because, like, in the past, they've looked at Disneyland's anniversary as the resort's anniversary. So I don't think it's about overshadowing. I don't know. I mean, there's still a lot going on with COVID here. It could affect construction. It could affect planning, like dates. Maybe they're waiting until they can get more people. Maybe they're kind of waiting or, you know, maybe their schedules revolving around international tourism. Like, we don't know. So, yeah, it's all, we're all just guessing. No idea. Yeah. And also, too, like, pretty sure we'll get a 40th anniversary parade at disneyland because it's like clockwork every five years every five years this parade has run not at the full like the full way it's supposed to run and also it's kind of like been cut short because of covid like it hasn't been running the whole five years i have a feeling they will get rid of it i just have i have this feeling they like at least we'll get a new parade i that's what i feel if they do i'll be pleasantly surprised what I would imagine they might do, and I don't know, I'm just guessing, like, this is just throwing things out there. What they might do is add more floats, but I don't know if they would do that now because I don't know if they would just add to the parade budget like that, the maintenance budget. But right. that would kind of make sense to add more floats to the parade and, like, rebrand it, like, with a new title. Yeah. Change the music, those kind of things. Yeah, hard to say. 
we'll wait and see, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, that's Disney here. Next is Universal. We don't have too much going on at Universal, but we have enough that's exciting. Yeah, it's been chugging along. Oh, you know, something weird happened there. And I don't know what happened, but they cut the Attack on Titan attraction short. Yes. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just, something must have happened. Like technically. That's what I'm thinking too, because that's really strange. Because it still had a lot of time left. Mm -hmm. Didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so the attraction's done. So something must have happened. Yeah, I wonder. I want, yeah, I wonder what happened, which is kind of sad. It is super sad. It was a fun like, attraction. That's a big draw. Something big must have happened because they would not just arbitrarily shut it down during the busiest time of the year. Yeah, they like they paid for the running. licensing and everything already. So they still have everything else. Like they have the merch and the restaurants and everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's odd. So something definitely happened, like wise or like something with the like physically with the attraction. Who knows? Obviously, we're not going to be told. No, maybe. Who knows? (laughs) But yeah, if they haven't said anything yet, I don't think they will. No, we have Halloween Horror Nights coming back, and it seems like we're getting more normal in terms of the Halloween Horror Nights stuff. September 9th through November sixth, which is nice. So we have like. Biohazard, Resident Evil's back. Biohazard the Extreme, I think it's being called. And it's supposed cool. to be an amped up version of, I think, what we got in 2019. Yes. So it sounds like they're, they're kind of rehashing some of the stuff, but whatever. I like the Biohazard stuff. I thought it was pretty cool. I like when I they have too. like video game, like horror video game stuff tie-ins. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love when they do that. So that's a welcomed comeback. And Chucky's back, which, okay, fine. <laughs> they always have Chucky. It's always Chucky. I think because the Chucky merch does really well. They make it cute. They do, yeah. very weird. It's they like so it funny. Cute. And the great thing about Halloween Horror Nights is it's included in your park ticket. Yeah. It's not like the U.S. parks where it's a separate ticketed event. Mm-hmm. It's included in your day ticket. So if you go there at 9 in the morning and do all the normal stuff, you can stay for the Horror Night stuff because that starts. Some of it actually starts early. I think typically like Chucky would start at noon or two o'clock. Yeah. Because it's like it's it's sitting in a building kind of away from everyone. So why not run it? It's all in, it's all indoors. So makes sense. And they also have like during the day the kids stuff. So like right. the kids Halloween. I don't know they're doing that now though. Yeah, they are. They're they're okay. they're bringing that back as well. So it starts the day before, September eighth. So it's like Minions and Sesame Street. So I really like the way they do horror nights here. They target the families, mm-hmm. but also you know teenagers, adults that want that horror stuff, which I think is really cool. And the value I think is there because it's included in your day ticket. Yeah, like this is the place in Japan where I feel it's closest to the spirit of like North American Halloween because North American Halloween is all ages and groups from like babies to elderly and there's all kinds of interests from like cute to horrific to grotesque. So I really like that they have a good mix of everything there. I agree. So yeah, well, we'll have coverage on that as well once that starts. In less than stellar news, the new daytime parade was delayed again. Oh, that's the is the it Nintendo, Mario? Yeah, with 
with Mario and Pikachu, like Pokemon and other characters, delayed again for the second time. Second time? Yeah, second time. I wonder if it's connected, like if it's the same thing. I wonder if because of COVID, like maybe, maybe they just can't get the the workforce to work on it. I, yeah, no idea. You know? It's weird. So it's delayed until 2023. It was supposed to come out okay. this past spring. Oh, wow. So it's really delayed. Yeah. So I don't know what's what's going on with that. Interesting. Yeah. And that's that's pretty much it for Universal. Those three things. Oh, the... For now. Was it Kaizen Jujutsu? Jujutsu Kaizen, yeah. That yeah. one, that's coming to Universal. That's a big IP. Yeah. I've never seen it, so I don't... Like, I've heard of it, and I know it's big. I've never watched it. I've never read it. I don't know much about it, so I need to kind of uh, brush up on it. I used to... So, like, when it came out on, on TV, my son was watching it. it. It came on super late at night. There was, like, this animation block, which was, like... I think it went until like two or three in the morning and it ended with like the volleyball one, Haikyuu. And like, I was like, it was, I think it was a Friday night. So I'm like, okay, I mean, you're not, there's no school the next day or anything, but like, it's really late. And um, it looked really good. It was pretty funny. I went to go see the movie because the movie takes place before it's kind of like a prequel. So I read the comic book that went along with it. And it's really an interesting kind of like a cult idea it's kind of fun <laughs> so and it's it's got like like a nice sense of humor and everything so it's it's very action-packed and yeah it should be fun no I'll, I'll i'll give it a watch whenever i get a chance let's talk about ghibli there's a lot lot of stuff that's happening yeah. with ghibli this year there's so many announcements and they're all like in different pieces and like different things are happening at different times. And it's very confusing. Like there's also really random news. It's like we opened an elevator and they had an opening ceremony for the elevator. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it's interesting. Yeah, it's opening in so it's opening in pieces, right? So yeah, the Ghibli Park near Nagoya is opening November 1st and the first three sections are opening. There's going to be, I think, two more opening in yeah. one next year and then one the year after. There's three sections opening, but you have to buy a ticket for each section. So it's not like a traditional theme park where everything's all in kind of like one space. This place is in the forest is where it is. Because it was the, the World Expo Park, right? So if you think about all the expo pavilions, it would probably be similar spacing to that. So... It's all like everything's kind of like not disjointed, but they're not like 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 I said, they're not like a traditional theme park where it's like you're in Fantasyland, no. and you're in Western Land. Like it's not like yeah. that. It's like the one section is this part of the forest, and then this other section. I don't know how you get there. I was looking at the map. I'm like, I don't know. Is there a bus or something? <laughs> or you walk? I don't really know. You get to the other section because there's like an indoor part that is like the biggest one with like a restaurant and some shops and like some. Ex- exhibit type yeah. stuff and then there's like the children's forest and everything uh it's just i'm not gonna really understand until i'm there i like i've read everything i'm like i still don't quite understand this the closest way to think about it is like different pavilions and each pavilion is a separate ticket yeah and they're far from well not i shouldn't say far but they're not they're not super close. this is a massive park which is yeah. like the main the main draw we used to be the main draw right before they started doing the the Ghibli things. Yeah. 
there's no Ghibli hotel or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, if they don't do one, it would be ridiculous. Oh man, could you imagine if they did the bathhouse? Yes, that would be so amazing. That would be a win, like an easy win. Like just redo that, and you're good. People will go nuts. With all the nature there, you could really enjoy like the natural surroundings. You know, it could be really immersive. Yeah, for sure. Tickets are for right now for the next bit. They're by lottery. So the first block of tickets have already gone, have opened up for lottery. I've entered it. We don't find out until September if we won or not. So wait and see. It's also very, very limited. So I think some areas are limited to like 300 people or something like that a day or something like that. Am I wrong? It was all like time blocks. So everything was all in time blocks and it's very, very limited. And there's different numbers for different places. So I think the warehouse place has a lot more people let inside, but the other ones have much smaller numbers of people. Yeah. So it's convoluted. What I would do is do a a tour plan with one of the travel agencies. So you can just do everything because... It's a long way to go, like out into the middle of like, not a lot is out there. So yeah, if you're going to go, make sure that you can get into everything before you go, like do it through a travel agency. Well, the only one that's doing is JTB and it's going to be in Japanese right now. So I think just wait until it opens and then we start figuring out how this works. Because right now it's just kind of, you you, you kind of have to live here. And enter the lottery, everything is in Japanese, so it's, you know, it's not exactly accessible at the moment. But of course, hopefully we get to go and uh, we can talk about it, how to do it, how to properly mm-hmm. do it. Uh, the other Ghibli thing, uh, there's a Studio Ghibli ex- exhibition that's happening in Tokyo, in Shinagawa specifically, until September 7th. So it started in July, it's going until September, so not very long. I haven't done it yet. I don't even know if there's tickets left. I have to check. I don't even, I don't even know. I imagine it'll be kind of close to the one that they had at Mori a few years ago, where they had like the cat bus and you could go inside and stuff. And Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it's like pretty much the same similar, thing, right? but they've added yeah, stuff. Yeah, like new, whatever was new. or The shop was really nice. So good shopping. And there's also the Sailor Moon Museum, which is happening now. It also started in July. Yeah. We'll have a video out on that soon. It's going until December 30th because and it's being updated two times. So they're like they're they're swapping out some of the artwork, yeah. like the original artwork that she drew. So they're like swapping that kind of stuff out. So that's going on until December 30th. That's in Rapunki. Tickets are type in Sailor Moon Museum and probably our website will come <laughs> up. And there's links to where where to buy tickets and stuff. And they also do like day of tickets if there's any left. So you can kind of walk up and buy tickets too if you can't get it through the website. And then we have a couple other things on here that uh, you put down. Yeah, Shigeru Mizuki. So if you go to like, for example, like Fuji Q, they have like a whole area for Gegege Kitaro. He's the, the, the artist and writer of that. They're celebrating 100 years of Shigeru Mizuki. And you can go see that at Mori art museum in the Tokyo Skyview area and it's yokai so kind of perfect for summertime that goes on until September 4th and Disney adjacent <laughs> the Alice Curiouser and Curiouser exhibit is happening in the same 
venue and they have a lot of things on loan from the Victoria and Albert Museum. So you can see like the photographs of the real Alice Liddell and the, the, the story and you can maybe they might have some Disney stuff there as well. So you can go and learn about Alice in Wonderland. And that goes on until 10.10, October 10th. There's a lot of stuff going on. Oh, for sure. I mean, and there's more, you know, but those are just like kind of like adjacent to like what we were kind of talking about today. It kind of relates to theme parks in some way. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff, things to look forward to. As of right now, we don't have any news on uh, borders. (laughs) What's happening with that? (laughs) There, I mean, you can come on package tours, but, but really you can't choose where to go, which is kind of yeah. Don't like yeah. Don't don't even bother for like with the that. price that you're paying. I would want to go where I want to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you have family or something, you could try it through that. Residents, like foreign residents, can invite family to come and visit and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've been, I've been seeing more and more foreigners. Yeah. In in like just around. Of course, I don't ask them where they're from if they're visiting or if they live here. I I, I don't know. But I, I, I follow this Facebook group, like the Return of Japan Facebook group, and <laughs> a lot of people are have been inviting their family to come, yeah. like, you know, their parents or some people, their spouses, because they've been separated because of the pandemic and everything. So also like concerts and stuff. So celebrities are here, mm-hmm. but that, that's been happening for a while. So maybe by the fall, we'll hear something. I don't know. Yeah, it's... I don't know about like other areas of Japan, but this area here, like Udayasu, has been pretty hard hit lately. So it seems like the numbers are pretty high right now. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know anymore. But anyway, well, like once we know more about the borders and stuff, we'll, we'll obviously let everybody know. I mean, a lot of the stuff we talked about here, we, it's on our website and stuff. And you can just like, you know, if you plug it into the Google machine, things will come up. <laughs> Before we go, though, I want to thank our wonderful explorers who are supporting us over on Patreon. And remember, if you want to support our Patreon, head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. Big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Adam, Amanda C, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Chris B, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, Baker, Kevin, Shani B, Harry, Marina, and Anais. And thank you to Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee, Marie H., Michelle, Murray, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy and Andy, Dana, Cassandra, Annie, and Sonia. And remember, rate and review us wherever you're listening to us right now. Leave us a little review, five stars, thumbs up, whatever, you know, whatever the rating system is on the platform you're listening to. It really does help us out. And if you have any questions or anything, send them to us on social media. You can hit us up there. And you can find us up on our website at txplore.com. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, chief content editor, and the one that is, I had eight drinks out of vending machines. I counted. I had eight today. I didn't drink them all, though, because I put some in my bag and they're in my fridge because drinking a lot of fizzy drinks in one day is not good. Don't do it. (laughs) No. And joining, as always, is the wonderful Patricia. Yeah, just chilling, riding out the COVID wave again, and I hope you guys are staying safe and having a fun, fun summer. And see you next time. All right, Explorers. See you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.